Hello guys and welcome to episode 2 of the DSM Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the two Coppa Italia semi-finals and predicting the final. And then we're going to be talking about the Bundesliga title race. Um, <clears throat> This has been recorded on Tuesday. You're hearing this on Thursday. The Premier League starts on Wednesday and the Coppa Italia final is on Wednesday. So just know I filmed this before. Okay, thank you. Let's jump straight into proceedings with Juventus versus AC Milan. Now, it's the second leg of the Coppa Italia semifinals, the Italian Cup. The first leg they played at AC Milan Stadium, the San Siro, 1-1. Juve lead on away goals um, because it was away from home for them. We go to Juventus' stadium, the Allianz Stadium, in Turin. And Juventus are very much the favorites. They are already ahead. They look the better team. And honestly, um, I think most people, including myself, saw them as the favorites. Now, talking about the game a little bit, um, people said it was anticlimactic, and I guess it was, because the final score was 0-0, Juventus won on away goals. And the score was anticlimactic, but the game wasn't, because there was actually a lot of key points in the game, and it was pretty entertaining to watch, starting with... Uh, in the 15th minute, no, 16th minute, I think, Cristiano Ronaldo steps up from the penalty spot and misses. Now, I think a lot of people thought, uh, said on social media that <clears throat> he's rusty, and I think a lot of players are rusty, and I think that that could be um, the reason why he missed, but that's no excuse. You're Cristiano Ronaldo. Everybody expects you to score a penalty. You are Cristiano Ronaldo. You're... In my opinion, the second best player of all time, Messi's better, but we're not talking about that right now. We're not. That's a debate for another time. But I think Ronaldo had a very disappointing game. Um, he just didn't look himself out there, and it's either quarantine slowed him down. He's aging, or it was just a one-off bad game. And I think it's probably a one-off. I think he'll be back, but I mean. Seconds after Ronaldo hits the post, it's cleared upfield, and Rebic, he does a Nigel De Jong kick, sent off. He cleats to the face, a Milan player. Um, yeah, straight red, no doubt. The referee got that one spot on. Um, in terms of Milan, their best player is probably Kier. He kept them in it. He's the reason why it was zero zero. Um, for Juve, it was probably Dybala. Now, Napoli versus Inter. I think that, um, the, uh, so first of all, the first leg, uh, Inter Milan was at home and Napoli won 1 0, getting the away goal. Uh, Inter started out with, um, <clears throat> they started out with an early goal. Christian Eriksen scoring directly from a corner. It was a good goal. I saw it. Um, then after that, Inter was dominating very much, but then Napoli, they just hit them on the counterattack, and David Ospina, he makes a wonderful save. Then a great kick down to uh, Insigne, who's unselfish, squares it to Mertens, and Napoli get 1-1. And after that, um, Napoli dominated for a bit, but then late, like last 15, 10 minutes, it was all Inter just trying to get the goal that would take them through. And for me, David Ospina was man of the match because he saved Napoli on so many occasions he made so many saves for them and um for me there was nobody other than him that could have been man of the match plus his pre-assist for Mertens's goal 
even though he had a bit of a slip up on the Christian Eriksen corner. After that, he was a solid as a rock. And for me, he's definitely been in the match there. And, um, yeah, Inter unlucky, but they just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net uh, for the second time. Uh, Napoli, they played a bit defensive after they scored, but... I mean, it's understandable. You're trying to get to a final, and they celebrated a lot with passion. You could really tell that it meant a lot for them to be in this final. So, yeah, um, it's going to be an interesting Monopoly versus Juventus. We've always seen them as two big teams in Italy in recent years. Even though Napoli hasn't had the best season in Serie A, I think that the Coppa Italia is like their uh, tournament this year that they're better in which usually is not the case. We usually see them pushing Juventus in Serie A. This season, I don't know what happened, but Coppa Italia, this is their chance to get something for their fans who have had a hard time this season because of um, their performances in Serie A. And um, they have to play a really good Juventus side who wasn't that good against Milan, but slip-ups happen. And I can see this final either going down in history or being boring. There's n- there's no in between for me because <clears throat> the Internopoly game was very entertaining and the Juve Milan game was sort of entertaining but a bit boring. So I don't know uh, either way. And um, I really hope that we get to see a good final. As for my final prediction, I'm going to say 2 1 Juventus. Um, I just think that Juventus are going to get the win here. It would be great to see Napoli win because a bit of an upset, but I just see Juventus getting the job done. And they play tomorrow while I'm saying this, but they would have already played when the episode comes out. So hopefully I'm right, but it would be kind of cool to see an upset to see Napoli win, but I think Juventus. So yeah, that's my prediction. 2-1 Juve. The next thing we are going to talk about is Arsenal's warm-up friendlies that they've been playing um, to get themselves ready for the Premier League coming back. Now, uh, first of all, I want to say it's not just Arsenal. Uh, Liverpool played Blackburn, I think. And uh, I know a lot of other Premier League clubs are doing this. And uh, yeah, I think it's a great uh, great idea to be playing these friendlies to get yourself back into shape and getting your squad familiar with playing again. And I think that that's a really good idea because you're going to be jumping straight into competitive games, especially Arsenal, because they open up their... Uh, and they open the season back up with Man City. So, um, you guys will have already know what happened, but I think Man City is going to have a win there. Um, but Arsenal, let's talk about their friendlies a bit. They played Charlton Athletic, so they've been playing championship teams. Um, and they won 6-0. I thought it was a really good performance. They were really dominant. Some of the goals they scored were good. Aubameyang, Lacazette. They looked really good um, in that first game. The whole entire squad looked really good in that game. And I was thinking, hang on, if they play a more, if they play some more friendlies against championship teams and keep pulling out these kinds of results, maybe they can make the push for Europa League place. Because I think Champions League is out of the out of the question for Arsenal. But I mean, a Europa League place is plausible. However. Then they lost three to two to Bright, uh, not Brighton, Brentford, and I mean, they Arsenal started well, but Brentford with the comeback, um, Arsenal fell apart 
uh, late in that second half, and um, it was just too, too far a mountain uh, to climb in the late latter stages of the game. Arsenal just didn't look like the team that beat Charlton six nil, and I think that um, it, it's it's a bit alarming. I heard Mikel Arteta speak on the subject, um, but and I've heard some people say. Uh, they're rusty from quarantine. They haven't played. So is Brentford. Like, the championship got cancelled too. And Brentford shouldn't be Arsenal. Whatever the occasion where, like, I just wouldn't picture in my head Brentford beating a team like Arsenal. Because Arsenal, they're, they're this historically great team. They're, okay, they haven't been the best in the last couple seasons, but they have a, a, a youth a uh, youth of uh, a mix of youth and experience, and even though they haven't been the best right now, I think if you give them some time, they'll sort things out. But even if you're in that period of transition, you shouldn't be losing to a championship team that isn't even one of the better teams or the top teams in the championship. Like it's not like it's West Brom or Leeds who have been Premier League teams. Uh, a lot in the a lot in the past Brentford hasn't been in the Premier League as much as them but I don't know man I just think that Arsenal should not be losing to Brentford or whatever the whatever the um circumstances and even at home as well so I think that it it's a bit of a surprise honestly to the whole entire league and it is definitely a surprise to me I guess home advantage without fans isn't a thing I think it still is because you're 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 used to the pitch like pitches they have different conditions but Arsenal for me they just blew it on this occasion thank you guys for listening to episode two of the daily soccer memes podcast my name is Rich Marcelbic tune in next week peace